0: Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals, Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started.
1: Hi everybody and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 32 and today's episode is entitled Website Design Brisbane Price. My name is Saul Edmonds and as usual, I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith.
2: Good morning, Saul. How are you today?
1: Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for asking. (laughs) We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Jill.
2: Okay. Well, thanks for that, Saul. Well, if you are a small business owner, a startup or an entrepreneur, you may be looking to build a new website or refresh your existing one. But it always comes down to price. So how much should you expect to pay for a custom website design in Brisbane in 2019? So the key question today is, how much does a website cost? Now we're going to provide a simple guide as to what you can expect to pay. And there are lots of options out there, Saul, to suit your budget.
1: Yeah, that's right. So let's get started. Okay,
2: well, before we get into pricing and options, let's quickly first have a chat about why a website is important for every business. Now, research suggests that a well-performing website will, in fact, increase your turnover by 45%. Now, despite this, around 50% of small businesses still don't have a website. Now, Saul, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I think that's... Uh, makes it important for them to get a website. So, in in short, though all uh, jokes aside, is that your website is is a key is a key part of um, of your brand, and it's often the first experience that people will have. Of your business, so you want that that first impression to be a really good one. To put it simply, I know, guess
2: whatever it, your business, whether you're a mechanic, you're a baker, you're a dentist, you're a doctor, you just have an online sales uh, e-commerce store, whatever, um, you can benefit from a website because people, potential customers, are trying to find you online.
1: Yeah, so people people who make their own sites, rightfully so are thinking about, you know, their own business, what they're going to put on the site. But what people don't think about a lot is what their customers want, you know, or that's and that's a really key point that's that's often overlooked is that, you know, it doesn't matter like it, you know, it it's not true to say it doesn't matter what we want. that's obviously very important because we're doing the job and the client is doing the job to present themselves in the right way but what really matters is what their client wants and, and their customers want um and or and i mean that's you know people have different opinions about what that is but there's always going to be core things that Um, in terms even of information that you're going to want to tell them and the way you do that in like an easy way that suits the brand and works well on mobile, etc. There's a range of different things. When you tick all those things, then you've got a good result.
2: Okay. So well, let's look at some simple website options. I guess the simplest website that you can have, which is fine for small business, is a single page website. So, so what are some of the advantages of a single page website?
1: Yeah. Okay. So single page website for some people would just mean one page of content with a few words on it. I think generally, most people would accept that. If you want to, if you're trying to present your business, even though that's a much more affordable option, the reality is that um, the price difference even won't be that great between doing, say, that and what we would consider to be a single page scrolling website. So that means you're still actually looking at it on one page, but it can... Look and feel a bit more like a, a more filled out website, even if it's a, an entry point site where you don't have a great deal of content. Uh, for some reason, you need, need to get it up quickly and you've got and you don't have a great deal that you want to spend on it or can spend on it. At least getting something up is, is really important. But it doesn't mean you actually um, have to have something that doesn't tick certain um, certain points that you need to convey to people. It can still do a good job.
2: And you can always add to it over time.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's the other thing is that every every site generally these days, um, or at least all the ones that we build, are part of a content Management system that you can easily add to, and you can upgrade as the site reflects the changing nature of your business as well
2: okay so let's talk about pricing for single page websites what is some general price guides uh, regarding a single page website for people interested
1: okay so this is is will obviously depend on like a single page website can sometimes have you know some uh, products still for sale on it or do a range of other features it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be um like purely an informational site but very very broadly like a single page website if you go to different um uh, places could be under a thousand dollars um it could be uh, a lot more than that but generally you'd have like a range for a single page site if we're talking about like a very simple informational site between like one to three thousand dollars
2: Okay, well, let's then go on to small business websites. Um, So what are some of the advantages of, say, a four- to six-page business website? Where does that fit into the mix?
1: I guess if you were going to say, like, the big question a lot of people have is what's an average, like, my site's an average website, how much does that cost? Um, Yeah, that's a, a question that we hear a lot, and I guess if you were going to say an average website meaning something... We do a fair bit. It might be a four to six page website or you know a six to eight page site that includes core elements like you know a home page, the equivalent of a about us page, an overview of services, a contact page, and then any other pages that people need, but it usually falls within that kind of bracket. And once again, if you went to a big, Advertising agency, you could be looking at like you know over twenty thousand dollars, you know, for different sorts of of sites. But generally, at a agency kind of level, you know, it's going to be anything up from like you know three thousand and up from there. But once again, the scope like that's probably a minimum starting point for that pricing but you could you know probably safely expect between like 3 to 6000 or, or a bit more for that 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 type of site depending on the features you want within it
2: okay well from there let's go on to enterprise websites now how much can you expect to pay for an enterprise web solution and what really is an enterprise web
1: solution, in your opinion? Okay, so that that may be for you know medium to larger businesses and corporates, um, where that might also mean the size of the site too. There's a lot more information, you know, upwards from thirty pages and and up on a website. So um, and sometimes vastly more than that too, but. Some of those websites may also include um, much more complex features with...
2: Highly custom.
1: Yeah, well, highly custom, but also um, involving members and logins and a range of different things that happen, have to happen um, in the site that aren't necessarily firstly visible on the front end that um and they may also include things like learning management systems and any number of things that increase the cost quite a lot so the range there can be huge because the scope varies a lot more greatly than your average small business site
2: okay well let's touch on e-commerce websites now of course there's a lot of you know, difference between e-commerce websites depending how many products and services and so on they have up for sale online. So, but as a general ballpark figure, what can people expect to pay for a starting off e-commerce website?
1: Okay, so this, once again, part of the way in which um, things like this are, are priced comes down to the amount of time that has to be spent. On um, say adding products, if you've got an e-commerce site that's got one product, it's obviously you know anyone would understand that that would be a lot less overall than a site that's got ten thousand products because there's just. Literally, the time involved that takes um, like a a considerable amount of time to add that many products and just to go through them, organise them in in the right way. It's a really big sort of job. (laughs) So, really, from the very very smallest type of e-commerce website, you know, it could be in between five to seven thousand, and then up from there. But if you have sites that Um, end up having e-commerce features which may uh, which are more complex or might need to be custom built or if it's in something like WordPress um, that is an existing system one of the advantages then with something like WordPress is if within the um, scope process of exploring what you actually need to do to achieve the results that you want to on the website, if you need to build um, extra features within a plugin specifically for that site, you can do that. You have have the flexibility to do that, and um, anything generally more custom, like I guess most people would expect, um, costs more because there's more time involved. But once again, it comes back to a good, clear scope.
2: So I guess what you're saying there is a really key. Uh, piece of advice for anybody starting out with a new web project is to be upfront and with your web designer regarding your budget and your goals.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you can then, you know, um, get ultimately a custom quote. We we prefer, we don't um, we don't like to work as we go and charge um, mainly because we want the experience for the, the client to be for everyone to be on the same page so everyone knows what is involved and then having a good scope, a clear scope that everyone understands and is agreement on leads to us being able to give, you know, a fixed price quote that is custom tailored to people's needs because, yeah, that's why having yeah things do differ a lot in terms of of price and that's just about it for today guys in terms of talking about all those different options with websites thank you so much for listening before we go please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast we'd love to hear your feedback also if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design we're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow their opportunities online and exceed their goals thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow bye
0: bye guys Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realise your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.